Hi again, it's Dennis. In today's episode, we are going way, way back in the Dennis time machine. When I was trained to sell, there were still dinosaurs roaming. Can you believe that? Yeah, it's true. It was all about presentation. What are we going to present? We laid out our case. We provided the support. And we had to support it. And that was selling. Okay. No questions. No uncovery. No discovery. I would call it coercion. That was kind of the sales process. Here's what we've got. I'm going to convince you to buy it using every sleazy sales technique you've ever heard of and probably some you've never heard of. Well, anyway, fast forward to today. And now we talk about the mindset of the salesperson. What the heck is that? The mindset. Our mindset back then, you better get out there and by God, sell something today or else. But today there are two competing mindsets that, that I'm aware of that salespeople deploy. Number one, I want to sell you something. Yeah, we still have a lot of that. And number two, I want to help you. And the question is, what's the difference or does it even make a difference? Can you do both? So today we're going to dive deep into these contrasting minds, okay? The kind of the traditional approach of convincing a customer to buy and the more modern approach of kind of genuinely wanting to help the customer. How can you shift from a sales mindset of, I want to sell you something, one of coercion, to one of genuine, well, I'm not going to pretend it's easy, especially for old dogs like me. Uh, that's a pretty severe mind, mindset change. But you know what? Here's the deal. The very, very best in sales are doing that. They are shifting from the mindset of selling to helping. Why? Very simple. The customers have shifted. The customers have shifted. Rather than pitching and making statements, which uh, that was our key weapon back then, Today, the key weapon, questions and listening. Every statement that a customer makes, every statement that a customer makes can prompt a question. We were trained back in the day that when, when a statement was made by a customer, we had to rebut that. We had to, if it was an objection, we had to destroy it, overcome it. That doesn't work a whole lot today. They often detract from trust, making random statements, random features and benefit proposals right in the middle of a sales pitch, no longer help the pitch, they detract from it. So today we're making use of rapport, right? And I don't mean just the, oh, you have an eye on or that looks great. No, no, strategy rapport, a special kind of rapport. Get inside the buyer's brain to understand them what are their problems and what's their plan to go about solving those problems? Make a connection. Uh, it's not just, hey, let's play 20 questions or I'm going to interrogate you. No, we're going to have a conversation and I'm going to help you paint your picture, not my picture, but your picture of your attractive future. So can we shift? Yeah, it takes some work. Shifting a mindset is not for the weak of heart. It's a tough job, but it can be done. So what impact 
does a customer's, I'm sorry, a salesperson's mindset have on building trust with a customer? Does it have an impact? Does it make a difference? Well, let's explore that a little bit. I'm here to sell you something is a tell-directed strategy. What does that mean? It's about making statements, making comments, okay? Tell-directed. By the way, telling is not now and never has been selling. It was misinterpreted as selling at one time, but it never was. It's questions that win sales, listening that win sales, not telling. The sale is won or lost from my observation of uh, working with hundreds of salespeople and sales managers and listening to countless hours of recorded sales calls. The sale is won or lost in discovery, at the opening of the sale, in needs analysis, and doing the inoculation, trying to uh, prevent objections. The sale is won or lost in that first seven minutes. That's why we, the salesperson, in that first seven minutes, it's all questions. It's not pitches or statements, it's questions. If a pitch is required, if a presentation is required, we'll pick that up later when we do our options review. We talk about solutions, but not in the middle of it, okay? So a proper discovery not only uncovers crucial information, but you know what it does? It builds trust. Ah, I want to help you. That sends a whole different message than I want to sell you. Okay. Hey, you're here for me. You're on my team. You actually understand and listen to my needs. Uh, gee whiz, you're trying to help me win. Uh, no longer am I on guard and armored up and ready to fight like I do with most salespeople because they're going to try to argue me into submission. So, is there a way to strike a balance between helping customers and achieving sales goals? Okay, because we still have to make our numbers. We still got to eat. Is there a balance available here? Yes, finding that right balance between helping customers and achieving sales goals is obviously crucial for success by focusing on genuinely understanding the customer's needs and providing custom tailored solutions for their needs, guess what? That not only builds trust, that builds sales. That's called a win-win relationship. It's all about creating value and building relationships. The more value you create, the better relationship, rather than solely focusing on closing deals. It's amazing. The more deals you'll close. Focusing on creating value, and value is relevant to the customer. Value resides inside their head. That's what we do in the first seven. Find out what those values are. So if we can help them, obviously, if we can't, we walk away, shake hands as friends and walk away. But if we can help them, there it is. In summary, there was an old phrase back in the day, commission breath. What's commission breath? Well, that referred to a salesperson who was just after their commission. And guess what, folks? Customers can smell commission breath a mile away. Desperation is palpable. If you're desperate, the customer will know it. You cannot cover it up. So I want to sell you something comes across in so many ways. Body language, in verbal, actual, real language, in the way things are said some of the things that are not said, 
they know. By the way, rehearsed scripts are out. They are out. They've been out for a little while. I understand some people need that comfort and need to have that 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 blanky, you know, that comfort blanket, but they don't work. What works today is authentic, transparent, real, live sales conversations. Whoever needs the sale to happen the most, whether it's the buyer or the seller, gives up the leverage. If the seller needs the sale more than the buyer needs the sale, we give up leverage. And today's customers are not stupid. They have been approached by every crazy, coercive tactic, closing techniques, gimmicks. Hey, if I can do this today, would you buy today? You know, oh my gosh. We'll do a list of those in some future uh, episode. It reminds them of the salespeople who can't be trusted. And unfortunately, there are still a few of those out there. But that's not you and me, right? That's not you and me. We have found a way to bridge that gap between, yeah, I need to sell something. But gee whiz, I think I'm going to be able to sell more by helping you get what you want. What do you think? Next time, we'll explore another exciting topic from the world of sales. This is Dennis saying, see you next time.